previously on In The Moment. Yo, we got to cover this because we in Atlanta and it's kind of wild. Like, But y'all probably haven't heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss and Mr. I don't get online when I have a live this Saturday. <laughs> but um, I see what's going on with this church. The one that got robbed? Yes, that one. Oh, yeah. okay. yeah. I saw it on Univision. We just cheered for a church getting robbed. This is a disgusting <laughs> way to pot. No, nah, but I heard I heard that the man was like flexing. What do you mean? Like the oh, the, the, he had to be. Yeah, like the pastor. Apparently, he was like so. He the got pastor robbed. robbed the church. No, 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 no. Like oh. like three guys came in mm-hmm. uh, while he was giving his sermon. Four uh, or four guys. Uh, while well, he was giving his sermon and like literally like robbed him, like his, I think he was doing it through through Zoom. Oh, and the camera turned and homeboy went down. And like he was on like the a, floor. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I did see that clip. It's crazy. All right. So if you're not familiar, um, I believe his name is Bishop Whitehead, and there was a live. He was doing a live service, <laughs> and I don't even know what I missed. What did I miss? Bishop Whitehead. Y'all laughing at Bishop Whitehead? Sorry. It's a bishop, yo. Yo, did y'all, was it y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Is this why y'all ain't been online? <laughs> y'all ain't gonna lie, I thought Romeo be coming in with a lot more jewelry. His clothes is fresher. He smell good. Look at, oh, y'all has a big ass ring, bro. And you are, I mean, you're right. Yo, y'all can't laugh at Bishop Whitehead. We not laughing. I need y'all to grow up. All right, hold up. Where was I? There's a, there's, a, there's a bishop. He was doing a live service. Four masked men came in and robbed the entire church. He gets down on the ground and says, yo, relax, take whatever you want. Now, here's the thing. Beyond that, I'm sure y'all haven't heard this audio, so I'm going to play it. But here is the conversation that he had with a, I believe he's a comedian named Larry Reed and another pastor named Genesis Warren. I don't know. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. You're a liar. You're a liar. I'm a liar. Let's go. How? I'm a liar, Biggie. Biggie big, not Biggie Smalls, but you're Biggie big. You are quote unquote Bishop in the Lord's Church. That's right. You have seen my face on your timeline before, and if you say you haven't, you're a liar. No, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. I do not know you. I do not know you. But at the end of the day, when you come here and try to talk about me, and I don't, I don't know you at all. And at the end of the day, when I come on and I'm listening and I'm seeing you laughing at me, I'm sitting here, I'm laughing, you laughing at me. I don't even know you. And then Larry, see, you want to talk problem. about? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. And Larry, you want to sit here and talk about? Hold here's on, hold on, Larry. Here's and you want to sit here? You want to at the end no. of the day, Larry? At the end of the day, no. I respected you. And you, you want to talk about the, uh, the, 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 the LBGT community? We had, a, we had a conversation. We had a conversation. And my position was that I preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm not if, 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 if homosexuality is an abomination. No, you, you're to mean. God. You're mean. I'm, what are you talking about? Mean? How am I mean? You're I'm mean. not mean. You're mean. I, hold on. You're mean. No. You're, you're mean, mean because at the end of the day, y'all sitting here and laughing at something that 
four gunmen could have took my family life and y'all sitting here making a mockery of it, all right? We are and not. big blip right here want to sit here and talk about women, we are not. all right? And you want to sit here and you want to sit here and validate homosexuality because you just admitted that you're a f all right? That's on day. I did not tell y'all. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> this is a... Uh... Yo, I, I really couldn't believe my eyes or my ears. I'm curious as to what y'all think about this entire situation. Now, obviously, first of all, let's address the church getting robbed. And then we'll get to this argument we just heard. How down bad do you have to be to rob a church? That's wild. No. That's why why you say that? That's smart. I agree. Yeah. Okay, think this about is it. great. First Tell all, me why. A church, they pay no taxes on anything. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so any tithes or author offering that they get, typically, if you go to a church, especially on Sundays, they get that in cash. Like when people pass around the bucket for offering, that's cash. Their tithes, it may be checks in cash. And then any extra, if they're like, yo, we're trying to build a phase two building. We know how churches are. That's a lot of money on hand, typically, that they get right then and there. They got away with a million dollars worth of, I guess, cash and personal items. They stole that much from him? Million dollars. Wow. 400000 in jewelry, and then I guess the rest in, in cash and other assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all I got to say is, I mean, I've, I've always been told that the two jobs that you, you always have as a backup are being a pastor and a politician. Mm, yep. Because hmm. they never bore. Nope. So maybe it's, maybe it's my upbringing, right? And I've always been more spiritual than religious. However... Maybe it's just simply because I was raised in a church. I can't imagine robbing a church. Like, I'm, I'm not robbing anyone, but a church? Like, it ain't even about cameras at that point. You worried about if the cameras see you. It's Jesus. But, like, but, he's but, looking at you. You got to explain this one know, day. I, I get that, but I also think that this is, is so targeted to who they are robbing. Like, the church they are robbing. Because what I read about him is yeah. that he was flaunting his jewelry. Like, this was a pastor who would flaunt his expenses and like he would show up with cars and things like that and he would show up with jewelry so you're talking about they they walked away with almost half a million dollars worth of jewelry right as a pastor should you really have that so let's talk about that so you don't believe because we look at let's look at the td jakes of the world the joel osteen's of the world right i think the guy found what six hundred thousand in joel osteen's yeah, wall or in something the, like in the that bathroom or some shit like that right yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of these dudes have jets you know what right. i'm saying like that's right. how they live in they you, have their own reality show y'all got a problem with that a hundred percent, yes. To an extent. Tell me why. Because I, I think the a majority of the people that go to church are working people who provide what they can to to that service, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have that person who ultimately at the end of the day is using God or using the word of Jesus to gain more money out of his followers. I've, yeah, I feel like it's just as easy. There's There's those who are called to speak. You know, who are like, God called me to speak and actually be pastor. There's those out there in the world, right? But there's also those who are like, because I know in this country how easy it is to claim on my taxes or anything towards the IRS that, hey, I have a church. You can easily claim it and be like, yo, I'm just a traveling pastor. I'm this, that, and third. And you can collect money by just saying fraudulently fraudulently mm -hmm. oh i'm speaking to a group of people about the word of god when that's not your real true intentions it's easier to scam people into saying hey i'm a person of god when that's you're fair. really not it's, it's, right. it's, it's literally the same way like I, I if i'm not mistaken i believe that chris jenner 
the Kardashian mom, mm. is a registered pastor. She has her own church. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. She does? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. So they, from what I've heard, that they have a church that they invest money into almost every year that pretty much is just for tax purposes. All right, so I like this energy, Romeo. So let me play devil's advocate here with you, right? Because I'm not saying that y'all are wrong. <laughs> no pun. Um, But let's say a pastor would say mm-hmm. that the majority of that money that we are getting from the people is going back to keeping the church um, active. You know what right. I'm saying? It costs a lot of money to have a church. Right, right, right. Uh, going into the community. And then after that, you're paying my salary. And if my salary is big enough to where I can provide for the people, provide for the community, provide for my family, and then still be able to afford jewelry and jets, then why can I not go out and have the finer things in life after I take care of all of the things that need to be taken care of just like anyone else with a job? Because I, I don't think that you're doing enough at that point. I think that if you are a pastor who is serving the community and serving the people who need it the most, and, and I'm over here driving a freaking Toyota and you're driving a Mercedes to church, there's something wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you're not giving enough back to the community, the people that deserve it. But how do you know that? Like, what if a because pastor you, is giving it, back what he believes is enough for the community and then still has enough? Because I'm like, okay, let's, like T.D. Jakes, right? I don't, I know a lot of people see Joel Osteen as a fraud. So I'll leave him out. I don't know a lot of people that see T.D. Jakes as a fraud. No. But I'm sure T.D. Jakes got enough bread to go get some jewelry, to go get whatever he want. Yeah, but if you think about it, look at T.D. Jakes' congregation. So here's here's two things that I've seen. T.D. Jakes, his congregation is huge, right? Facts. So if you think about his congregation and then divide it by everyone, if you're a part of the church, especially the Baptist church, it's known that you tithe 10% of whatever your income is. 10% of what your income is as a tithe and you have a big congregation, of course there's going to be revenue coming in for you and for everybody, right? But I've also seen pastors who have a small congregation, a congregation of less than 100 people who will use that money that they get from the congregation to live this lavish lifestyle. Like, you barely have anybody coming to your church. So what are you doing with that money? Okay, so to my understanding, what you're saying is you're not judging it based off of the fact that they're a pastor. You're not saying that you shouldn't have jewelry on and have a jet because you're a pastor. You're saying... That the math is not mathing if your congregation is only a certain size. Yes. It tells you that you must be keeping a little more than you actually give into the community. Yes. Okay, I respect that. Is that also how you feel, Romeo? Or do you just feel like a pastor in general should only live a certain lifestyle and have a certain appearance? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah. So you feel like regardless of the fact that T.D. Jakes might make a lot of money because of his longevity and how big his congregation is, you still don't want to see him in that tight ass lacrosse sweatsuit that he had on. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to see that period. No. I think yeah, because I really do think that there's be- like there's always gonna be somebody that needs more. You know what I mean? And there are people who have a lot less that give more than the person that has a lot more and that they're not willing to give more. You know what I mean? You just feel like if you sign up to be a pastor, you sign up to live a different cert- a different lifestyle. Yes, and you, you sign up to be a servant of God. Like you sign up to give to those to those who need more. I that's, think it's that's the way I look at it. I least. think it's also yes, you sign up to be a servant of God, but you should also enjoy the fruits of your labor, especially if it comes from a whole heart. Like if you have true and pure intentions, then you deserve whatever comes towards you. 
Like, you know? I, 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 it's funny because this is one of those things where I really see both sides of it. I really do. I see how if you do get the T.D. Jakes level, hey, man, do what you want. But if you not there and you, you know, you also have an image as a pastor because that's how we grew up. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know where the church is going. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you see these cats that are on Instagram that are wearing Jordans, chains, gold teeth, and they telling you about the Lord. And there's the part of me that feels like, hey, the word teaches you none of that matters. Come right. as you please. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then the other part of me is like, well, you didn't grow up seeing that, so that's a little difficult to accept. But does that mean it's wrong? So I don't know. I kind of struggle with this. That's why I'm curious as to how y'all feel. No, I don't think it means that it's wrong. It's also like how you flaunt it, right? So when I look at a T.D. Jakes, I don't see T.D. Jakes saying, oh, I got this, got that. T.D. Jakes has still always been about his word. He just, you know, may live, you may catch him on a jet. But he's not saying, hey, look at me on this jet. I feel like it's different when there's a pastor like, yo, look at my grill. Look at what I got. Look at this money. Look at I'm living. Like the one they did a reality show on several pastors and they were flaunting their lifestyle. And I feel like that's different when you're throwing it in people's face. Right. That, oh, this is what I got. This and third is different. See, OK, I, I respect this because I got a godfather that has a church in Brooklyn. Um, shout out to Brown Memorial. And it's the church I used to go to. And it took a while for me to see him as pastor. And not see him as my godfather. And he's amazing. His word is absolutely amazing. It was captivating. But it was interesting because he might come and get me and take me out on a Saturday night. Because I, you know, I was in New York and he wanted to make sure I had a good time. And we would be out. And I would see he's young at, at the time. He was, you know, he's still young. But at the time he was younger, uh, not married, you know, no kids. So he still had a life to live. And I remember we would be out on a Saturday night. Now, he ain't have jewels on and all that, but he had some fresh kicks on. Look good, very attractive guy. And then women would talk to him until they found out he was a pastor. And then they would see him like, well, what you doing here? Mm. And he would feel like, I can't still live my life. Like, I'm going to be in church on Sunday morning. You're not even going to know this night happened. So then I kind of had a different mindset of when I would be out with him on a Saturday night, he wasn't getting drunk. He wasn't getting saucy, but he was swaggy. And then he would be right at church Sunday morning, and you wouldn't know no different. So I was like, damn, do pastors deserve to live and do they get a little bit too much pressure to not be human. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's a different debate than what we just heard with these two pastors and some of the things that this pastor was saying. I mean, this man used the F word. That's wild. Yeah. That's, that's insane. A like, how'd that make you feel, Katie? Um, It's, it was hard to hear type of thing. It's like, dude, you don't know. Because I feel like as a pastor, a true pastor loves and cares for everyone. Mm-hmm. A true pastor doesn't have any hate or slurs in their heart towards any type of person, no matter what your beliefs are. So the fact that you're going to throw that out, what else are you throwing out behind the scenes? You know what I'm saying? Facts. You only preaching, basically, I see that as he only preaches what is um, not important to him, but what only works in his favor. Mm. You know, so if you're in the church, you only preach whatever you think works in your favor, not how you truly believe. Mm-hmm. You know what Not I'm saying? Not even that, but he was calling the lady big. Yeah, a he blimp went out and all that way. stuff. Like, dude. So but. to me, it's just kind of like, bro, like you're sitting here complaining that people are laughing at you, but like, bro, like you're doing all this shit that it's very hard to be like, that's what you get. You know what I mean? Like, I do. Like, fuck. Like you're putting out this negative ass energy. Like that's going to come back to you too. And like it clearly did. And that's where I'm confused on what is church anymore. 
You know, what is a pastor? What is a bishop? Where are we? What's really happening here? At first, I thought it was really about the church getting robbed until I saw this conversation between these quote unquote pastors and you hear him throwing out these terms and and just the way that they're treating each other and speaking to each other. And yeah, every human being has said something that he regrets, right? Right. Whether it was to someone behind the scenes, whatever, like everyone is guilty of that. Mm -hmm. So there's the part of me that doesn't want to judge anyone for that. But I also agree with the sentiment that Romeo has given of if you decide to be a pastor, yeah, you're held to a different standard, yo. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Just like even if you're a normal person and you walk into a church, I don't expect you to be cursing and carrying on. You're in a place of worship. You are supposed to carry yourself differently. So it, it's kind of, it's not even kind of, it is scary of like the church I grew up in is not the church that we know today. Not at all. Right. It's different. Who's next? All right. So Diddy had a live. <laughs> I saw this one. Okay, I was, I was right, up to thanks. speed on this. All I was right. up to speed All on right. this. Romeo was with me on the last one. Katie got me on this one. I appreciate y'all teaming up to help. Um, I don't know how the perspective of this should go. It's either Diddy is being Diddy or his City Boys is up even more now, depending how you look at it. But Romeo, you may not have seen it. Diddy went on live. Mm-hmm. And you know how the camera can either be on you or facing forward. The other way, yeah. It was facing forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a young lady that was with him that got up and immediately did the uh, the door dash, oh. got up out of there. And I guess Diddy's natural reaction was, what the fuck are you doing? Which was weird because it was like, <laughs> you pointed the camera there? It's your camera, bro. <laughs> no, but it's somebody picked phone. it up, though. Oh, that's who he was talking to? Yeah, he was talking to the person that picked it up. If you saw the angle, yeah. Diddy was head on and someone had picked up his camera and turned it. Then homegirl ran, oh. and Diddy was looking at the person like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So the girl who did the dash was not Carisha. Uh-oh, <laughs> that's what I was about to ask. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And pardon me for not knowing the other young young lady's name, but it wasn't her either. You know what I'm nope. talking about? The, the dancer or whatever she yes. does? Yes, So remember those two women were fighting over Diddy all this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well... There's he, another winner. <laughs> <laughs> another one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that means. I mean, but Diddy is Diddy, right? So it's yeah. like, you, who's surprised by that? No one. Well, I wasn't because that's Diddy just doing him. City boys are up, Katie. Let's go. Like, it's bad for y'all right now. All I just right. want you to know that. But that's All not right. why I'm here. I'm here to close the gap. I'm going to tell oh, you why. Oh. I'm going to tell you why the city boys have took a little lead and then came back down. Was doing Jaden Moe today. I was watching TMZ. Saw that Ben Affleck was crying at dinner with J-Lo. Oh, not the scene where he was knocked out? No, that was a different one. <laughs> he had his tongue out. He's snoring. It's disgusting, right? <laughs> but there's, there's another one when J-Lo is, like, consoling him over steak. Oh, no. And me and Jay got to talking. She was like, yo. Man, you think J-Lo really liked this dude? 